800 AM and 94.9 FM KINY Juno from the Alaska Airlines Studio. Local first. Now, News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis, and these are the stories we're following this hour. The Juno Assembly had its annual retreat on 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. The Juno Dance Theater performed their annual Nutcracker show at the Juno Douglas High School this weekend. And the Alaska Air Group has agreed to buy Hawaiian Airlines. But first, they held its annual retreat Saturday from 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. A variety of topics were discussed and goals were set for the coming year. The retreat is held in December each year, so new assembly members can participate, and the city manager can begin planning the budget for the coming fiscal year. Madam Mayor Beth Weldon shares her overall takeaway from the retreat. I think our biggest takeaway is I think we've reinforced the idea that we all know that housing is very, very important. And we came up with a three-pronged strategy, if that would be said. And then we went to the budget. I think the when we talked about the budget, I think the biggest takeaway we found was that we might be okay with a one-time dipping into our fund balance to make our budget balance because we ended up with so much excess sales tax. And we were also very, very sensitive to the property tax issue with the mill rate. We've given the staff direction as do the best that they can to not raise the mill rate to balance the budget. She also explains what they decided to focus on for their upcoming tourism season. We agreed with Alex that the best way to move forward to decrease our numbers is to negotiate with the lines um, and CLIA. So I think we'll let her do that with setting some kind of daily limit, uh, looking at potential cruise ship size limit, also trying to find at least a day a month if we can with uh, no ships. And that will probably be the hardest one to do because as she said when she introduced her topic, we are a part of a big region and stuff like that is a little bit hard to do. When it comes to increasing housing in Juneau, the Assembly chose to prioritize regulatory options first, then the Affordable Housing Fund, and the city-led development and partnerships. Madam Mayor Beth Weldon says she has run into issues with Title 49 hampering land development since her first year on the Assembly. Every year we keep hearing from the contractors as well as the Planning Commission, the CDD staff, that Title 49 is getting in the way, so I'm really excited that CDD took my challenge, which I gave uh, Jill McLean, the director, and said, go back to your staff and without any uh, sidebars, come up with a strategy that you think will work. And you could, um, I don't know if you saw her talking about it, but you could tell that she was very excited, very animated, and the assembly went with it. I mean, the assembly said, let's be bold and let's try it. So we're gonna do a total rewrite of Title 49 and spend a lot of resource doing it. It will be additional staff, a couple staff positions, and hopefully we'll knock it out and we don't have to worry about setbacks as much. There'll be opportunities for the public's input on the Title 49 rewrite. Because it sounds like it's going to try and as much as they can do hand in hand with a comp plan and it takes a few years because we take a lot of public input so um, people that are interested in this stuff make sure you be paying attention as that comes around to when we're looking for public input and uh, have a say in what what's happening with uh, the compound of Juno and also title 49 to hopefully we'll get some uh, input from the contractors to see what helps make it a little bit easier for them to build the Juno Dance Theater performed their annual Nutcracker show at the Juno Douglas High School this weekend. Every year, Juno Dance Theater brings high-quality professional artists to Juno. This is both great for the audience, but also for the students. Artistic Director Zachary Hench talks about their guest artists this year. 
Our Sugar Plum Fairy this year is Julia Rowe, and she is a, currently a soloist with San Francisco Ballet, which is one of the world's top companies. Her cavalier is Ezra Thompson. He's currently a soloist with Pacific Northwest Ballet in Seattle, also one of the world's premier companies. So we're very fortunate to bring that to our Juno audiences. And every year, something is a little different with the production. Executive Director Bridget Luan speaks to this. I think that's actually part of the fun for people who do make the Nutcracker part of their annual holiday tradition. Um, they, they're, they, they come looking for what's new this year. Right. What, what is it mm-hmm. a new costume? Oh, that's a new dancer. Oh, they added a dancer to that. So yeah, I think the community they know and recognize and have fun picking out the new things. And 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 I think also the level of our our dancers has progressed since Zach has been artistic director, and we have a fantastic ballet master, Catherine Fowle, and. Um, the abilities of our dancers have become such that Zach needs to keep challenging them with harder choreography and more challenging technical things. This year's Nutcracker had a 93-person cast. The production features dancers of all ages, and the youngest this year was five years old. She adds auditions are coming up for Juno's Got Talent. Auditions are coming up December 16th and 17th. So again, junodance.org will be the place to look for how to register, but we want acts of all shapes and sizes and talents. We want you to come show us what you can do. We've had singers, dancers, violinists. We had a magician uh, come in the top three uh, within the t- within the last few years. So this is, a, again, another fundraiser, but it'll be at the Jack on February 3rd. But first, we have to audition and find some spectacular talent. And the Alaska Air Group has agreed to buy Hawaiian Airlines in a $1.9 billion deal, including debt. The airlines announced the agreement yesterday. Alaska will pay $18 in cash for each share of Hawaiian, whose stock closed Friday at $4.86. The deal includes $900 million in Hawaiian debt. The acquisition still needs the blessing of U.S. regulators, which have shown resistance to more consolidation within the airline industry out of fear it could lead to higher airfares. Alaska and Hawaiian are both leading carriers between Hawaii and the U.S. mainland, which could raise worries about the combination hurting competition. Coming up, Assemblymember Wade Bryson joined Action Line ahead of the Assembly retreat over the weekend. He spent a good time talking about housing. That story when News of the North continues. Welcome back to News of the North. Assemblymember Wade Bryson joined Action Line ahead of the Assembly retreat over the weekend. One of the largest topics going into the retreat was housing. Housing is a cause of a lot of problems. Uh, fire department, police department having recruiting problems. Housing crisis is at the base of that. Uh, can't fill some of the city roles. Housing crisis at the base of that. Uh, tourism operators, the local tour operators that are Junoites that, that live and own homes here in Juneau can't hire enough employees to operate their businesses at previous year levels stems to the housing crisis. So everything can kind of be boiled back down to, we have a housing crisis that has existed in Juneau for almost 100 years that I have evidence of. So I have a feeling that there will be actions taken to help create new housing on all levels. Bryson also went on to talk about examples of how the assembly has worked on tackling the housing issue. Yes, and we have been focusing on the housing situation for a few years now. It's not like it's today we decided to work on housing, and the uh, giant building 
new Fred Myers is one of those examples of what we've been doing. Uh, Trillium Landing, uh, Riverside uh, Senior Center, literally one of the examples of our incentives uh, for developing every kind of level of housing. So we have incentives, uh, tax abatement, if, and if you're a developer and you haven't found something that helps incentivize you to build, then shoot, tell us about it. You can listen to the full interview on our website, KINYradio.com. The City Bureau of Juno's Parks and Recreation Department is requesting the public's input on the Bonnie Bray Access Trail and the Treadwell Ditch Planning Study. The project team is conducting a follow-up public survey that is open until January 8th based on the public comments they received over the summer. The project team is also hosting a virtual open house this Thursday from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. via Microsoft Teams. There will be short presentations at 5 and 6 p.m. and the rest of the time will be a chance to look at the site designs and chat with the project management team. You may connect to Teams as a guest and don't need a Microsoft account to participate. On the project website, you will find updated timelines, project goals, and survey results, as well as several proposed site designs. The City and Borough of Juneau, the U.S. Forest Service, and Federal Highway Administration's Western Federal Lands Highway Division are working together with the public to assess trail options and improvements that would enhance access to the Treadwell Ditch Trail and make it safer, as well as environmentally friendly. The reconstruction plan may include a parking lot as well as other features to facilitate access from the Bonnie Bray subdivision area to the Treadwell Ditch Trail. The Jensen Olsen Arboretum will be closed from tomorrow, December 5th through December 28th. Parks and Rec staff will remain active at the site, and the site will reopen on New Year's weekend, Friday, December 29th. At that time, the Jensen Olsen Arboretum will resume winter hours, being open from Friday through Sunday from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. They will remain on their winter hours through March. The parking lot along Village Highway will remain accessible, and as a reminder, the Point Carolyn Trail is always available to explore seven days a week. And at about 9.44 a.m., there was a report of a single vehicle crash in the area of Egan Drive and 10th Street on the bridge side. It was an incident where a vehicle struck a crosswalk pole. This caused the pole to be knocked over and the lights were flashing red in that area. The Department of Transportation was advised and there were no reported injuries. Now you're up to date with News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. For continuous updates, visit our website, knyradio.com.